Today we're going to walk how you can package multiple views together on a single Explore Analytics dashboard and then use slicers to filter multiple views. These dashboards can be used in Explore Analytics or used as a way to format and distribute reports through ServiceNow, other portals, uh, or scheduled emails. This is an example of a build dashboard where I have multiple reports. This is the slicer that I can use to filter down those multiple reports by the same criteria. So when I select electronic messaging, all of these reports show me their data for uh, electronic messaging. And it has multiple tabs so that I can put, you know, multiple sets of reports and be able to move easily between them. Let's get started. So I already have three reports that I want to put on a dashboard. One is this bar chart of incidents by category. The second is a timeline of changes by type. And the third is a mashup calendar that shows both P1 incidents and change requests over time. So let's create a new dashboard where I can present and, and show all of this information together in a related way. I'm going to say File, New Dashboard and we'll call that our first dashboard. So now I have a dashboard, but it's empty. So let's start adding content. At the top, I have a button here for add view to add a new view. Now, one important thing to understand about dashboards is that they're a collection of published view. I can select from any view I've already published or if I select one of the My Shared Views, it's going to automatically publish a copy to put on this dashboard. This will become important later when I show you how to edit views that are already on the dashboard. So from Publish Views, I'm going to select Dashboard, Incidents by Category. And you'll see I have a choice of where on the dashboard to put this. So I could put this uh, at the top or the left or the right. I'm going to start by putting it left and you can make changes to the width or height if you'd like. Usually you can just leave this at 100% width so it'll fill the space that it has and auto height where again it'll fill the space that it has. So when I click OK this report is added to the dashboard. Now you'll notice that because there's only one report it's actually the full width. So if there's no other reports the first column is going to take over the whole column. So now let's add a second view to the dashboard. I'm going to click Add View I'm going to select center one and I'm going to select the report the dashboard changes by type and click OK. Now you see that both of these items are taking up only half of it, the dashboard. Now all of this is is um, all of this is responsive. So if I change the size of the window, the layout will actually become a single layout. So for example, on a phone, it'll probably show up as a single column layout. But if I have the full width, we'll see this side by side. So everything is going to resize to fit the space that it has available. And because we have two reports, we have now a two column layout. Let's add that third view, the calendar at the bottom. Now instead of adding uh, using this add view, I'll show you another way you, you can add a report. I'm going to hover over and you see this arrow and I'm going to select here to add a view. So you'll notice that now rather than defaulting at the top, it's defaulting to where I clicked on that layout. And I'll say dashboard changes P1 and change calendar. And instead of putting it in that column, I'm actually going to put it across the bottom. So now you'll see that it's not uh, in one of the columns, it's across all of the columns at the bottom. 
Now, if I want to move one of these charts, when I hover over, I have a set of controls here at the top. If I click the cog icon, the second one, it's gonna open up this view setting so I can move it around. So if I wanted to put this on the right, I can click that and now the changes are on the left and the incidents by category is on the right. But let's suppose I actually want to have one of these reports on a different tab like we saw before. First, I'm gonna remove this calendar so I don't have it showing up twice by hovering over and this time selecting the X that's going to remove this permanently from the dashboard. Now I'm going to select tabs to manage the tabs of this dashboard. If I haven't made any tabs, I'm just going to have one tab and it's going to default to being untitled. I'm going to rename this reports and then I'm going to add another tab called calendar. And I can drag and drop to reorder this. So you see as I drag and drop here, the tabs are reordering but we'll leave the calendar as the second tab. Now this tab is empty, so I'm gonna add a view and we're gonna again put that dashboard there, P1 and change calendar. So there we go, we have multiple tabs, each showing different reports. Here's the calendar on the second tab and here's the reports I have on the first tab. There's no limit to the amount of content that you can put on these dashboards, but we recommend no more than six or seven reports so that it's readable, it loads quickly, and it's very easy to interact with. I can also, from the tabs, click to remove a tab, but be careful, when you remove the tab, it's going to remove all of the content. So if you change your mind, you'll have to start all over again. So now let's add the last piece of the interface controls that we talked about, which are slicers. Remember, slicers are the drop-downs that control multiple reports to filter at once. Now, one thing that you should know about slicers is that they pass parameters into the views. So I'm going to select Add Slicer. And in this case, I'm going to leave it at the top. And there's a few components that go in. The parameter is what gets passed from the slicer to the individual reports. Now, because some reports may or may not be filterable, we need to, be, to actively say, what do we want to pass and how do we want to pass it? So let's create a slicer for assignment group that's gonna update all of these. So we'll do, the parameter name will be assignment underscore group. That way it'll be easy for us to remember and put into those target reports. The prompt is what the user sees and we'll call that assignment group. We have to select the data source of where that, that list of groups come from. So in this case, I'm actually going to use the um, group table. And we're going to use the name of the group as the identifier. Because again, you know, maybe there's a particular field you want to use to identify uh, the groups. In this case, we're going to use name. And I'll use it, this checkbox to include all. And then let's add another slicer. We'll add it after that group for the date of when these tickets, uh, incidents or changes were opened. So we're gonna call this date. The prompt will be date. And in this case, we're gonna use, you know, really any, uh, any table that has a date field we can use. In this case, I wanna use uh, the date fields for opened on the incident table. Now, when you create a filter based on date, you have the option of how it's going to group. Do you want to do, do it by year, by quarter, by month? Uh, but one of the most powerful ones we have available is custom. Because what custom allows is for the user to kind of build some, some date queries themselves. So it defaults to any time, 
but I could also say before, you know, today, or I could say between, you know, a particular date and a particular date, uh, or during last, you know, 12 weeks, uh, what have you. Now you'll notice that as I make changes to these slicers, right now these aren't updating because I meant in the definition of the slicer, we said we're gonna pass this parameter, but we haven't right now set up the reports to accept those parameters, right? We have to tell those individual reports, how are we going to use the parameters that this dashboard is trying to pass? So we're going to edit this report by hovering over and clicking the pencil icon. Now remember, when we're making changes, we're going to need to republish the view at the end because the dashboard is showing the published version of the report, not the editable copy that, we're, that we started from. So I have this report and I want to add some parameters to, make, to allow that to work on the dashboard with the slicer. So I'll go to the file menu and I'll select parameters and now I can add any parameters I'd like. So the first parameter that we're going to add is assignment group. The field, it's going to pass the uh, assignment group field and we're going to use that for the assignment group. Now you notice that when I select assignment group, it's going to, it defaulted to assignment group dot name. So I'm just gonna remove that dot name so that it matches what's in the slicer. If we don't match what's in the slicer, then we're not going to know to pass this correctly into the report. And then we're also going to add the date field. Now on the change table, we're using the created date as the date that we want to match on. So I'll select created, but you'll notice that again, the parameter name is syscreatedon, but in the parameter of the slicer, we called it date. So I'm gonna rename that parameter so that it matches. And then the important last step, I'm going to say file, publish, and I'm gonna walk through those publishing steps again so that the dashboard is updated. Now, if I go back to that dashboard, let's give it a try. I select the assignment group, and now you notice that it reloads and the data is different. All right, so now let's do the same for incidents by category. I click the pencil icon, I go to file and say parameters. The first one was assignment group, and remember to remove the dot name. Now, one thing you'll notice here is that this report is actually not using, we don't want to use the created field. On the incident table, we'd prefer to use the opened date. But because I renamed the parameter to also be date, it's going to be able to filter for the same, on the same criteria as the, the change, even though it's different fields. So regardless of whether the date time field is um, let's say planned start date and opened or requested by and closed, by naming the parameters the same thing, the same slicer can filter multiple tables in the same way. And that's true for any field, not just date fields. So I've now republished this report and I can go back to the dashboard. I can select a particular group. So let's say the database team. So now we have these slicers and they work and they filter multiple reports. Congratulations. You've now created these interactive dashboards that users can use. In addition to the, um, these interactive controls, we're gonna show you how you can now distribute this dashboard. So there's a couple ways. One is if I go to file and select publish, 
you'll notice that I can publish this whole dashboard in the same way that I can publish individual reports. So title, you know, is it required for the user to log in? And then publish to ServiceNow. So it's going to automatically create a ServiceNow content block with this entire layout. And we'll call it my first dashboard. We'll skip these options. And again, just like an individual report, this dashboard has a URL. It has an HTML embed code, so you can put this in kind of any any kind of portal, or you can you know uh, have that content block. So now, if I switch over to ServiceNow, I can go onto a dashboard and say, well, Explore Analytics. We want uh, our uh, first dashboard, and we'll put this at the bottom. So now at the bottom of this, this dashboard, I have the full dashboard with the multiple tabs. Now let's suppose I didn't want to put this inside of a ServiceNow dashboard, but just use this, this exclusively. If I'm an administrator, I can add a link on the left hand that goes directly to that. So let's say I go to this call center application, and I'm going to create a new module. I'm going to call it Our First Dashboard. And of the link type, I'm going to select URL, and I'm going to draw drop that right that you know that URL that it gave me the, you know when I published this. And for order, I'm going to put 50, so it shows up at the bottom. And when I click submit and refresh this navigator, so now in that call center option, I have our first dashboard. And when I select it, the Explore Analytics dashboard loads embedded in the ServiceNow user interface, and it looks like a native dashboard and has all of those same interactive controls. So now if I'm a user, uh, I'll be logged in automatically using single sign-on with ServiceNow, so I don't have to worry about logging in separately. I can show all of the um, interactive controls that might be relevant to the user. You know, I could say, oh, show this to me as a line chart you know, use these slicers. But I also have a few kind of specific uh, actions for this dashboard. So one is I can take any of these full screens. So if I want to see the full data around these changes by type, I click for the full screen and I get the full screen version of this report. I can also click this folder icon to open up that report within the Explore Analytics user interface. So then if I want to, you know, take some specific actions around it, I can do that right there. I can also click this icon to export the views data to Excel. So now for this dashboard uh, changes by type, I downloaded for myself a CSV with the results of this, this data you know, filtered by that slicer. So you can see that whether you're distributing this through ServiceNow uh, or through, you know, some other portal, you can really give the user a lot of capabilities directly through uh, their dashboards uh, with just a few clicks of the button. Lastly, I can also schedule this, uh, this dashboard to be sent out on a regular basis. It looks just like publishing, but with the additional options of saying, you know, who do you want to distribute to and on what schedule do you want to distribute it. So however you want to arrange your reports in a interactive, adaptive user interface, you can bring the real-time, drillable, and actionable reports to your user, however is you know, most effective for them to consume it. 
and the data in these reports can be from ServiceNow or from other data sources and really transparent to the user. Thanks for watching this video on dashboards and slicers. We're really excited to hear your feedback on how these features work for you. Uh, and if you're curious about more, you can look at our, uh, our product documentation wiki on our website, uh, or you can reach out and contact us. Thank you very much for watching and good luck.